0: It's time for another trip through the golden history of Hollywood and another podcast from the Warner Archive Collection. I'm George Feltenstein, and I'm proud to be your host for this podcast. Today's Warner Archive Collection podcast proudly brings you The Constant Nymph, based on the famous novel by Margaret Kennedy. In the motion picture, the stars were Charles Boyer and Joan Fontaine and Alexis Smith, and it was one of the biggest hits of 1943. 1943. However, it has been out of public view for nearly six decades. Until now, as we're proud to bring it to DVD and electronic download for the very first time by coming to our website, warnerarchive.com, where you can purchase it and have it added to your library. This wonderful melodrama starred Charles Boyer on the radio as well, as he visited the Screen Guild Playhouse to recreate his screen role for the radio on that series. So that radio show is what we're about to bring you. To enjoy the splendor, glamour, and dazzle of this wonderful Warner Brothers melodrama, remember that The Constant Nymph is now available for purchase on DVD and electronic download by coming to our website, warnerarchive.com. Meanwhile, let's experience The Constant Nymph in audio form and listen to this wonderful radio broadcast with Charles Boyer recreating his original leading role as portrayed in the motion picture. And now, the Screen Guild Players presentation of The Constant Nymph. Enjoy!
1: Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players in a radio adaptation of Warner Brothers' beautiful love story, The Constant Nymph based on the novel and play by Margaret Kennedy and Basil Dean. It stars Charles Boyer as Lewis, Geraldine Fitzgerald as Florence, and Maureen O'Sullivan as Tessa. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in The Constant Nymph.
2: I tell myself I should have known I should have known from the very beginning I should have guessed that afternoon that they arrived She was so happy at first
3: Oh, Louis, darling, you're here You're really here
2: And then, so suddenly shy
3: Welcome, Louis I- I'm so happy to see you
2: I must have been blind I only saw that she was going beautiful Lovely and wild Like a forest creature, that's all I saw, that's all. Nothing else. I had no eyes to see that little Tessa was in love. It was later, that very same afternoon. I'd been upstairs a little while, paying my respects to Sanger. And afterward, I went downstairs again. Paula, the youngest one, was there, and Tessa, too. I can still remember how excited they were.
3: Oh, a No, 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 wait, wait,
2: please, one at a time.
3: Lewis, we found it in your bag. A music score. You've really been working. Eh? Oh,
2: that. That's for the singers only. I composed it especially for you.
3: Oh, Lewis, the words are very sad. No
2: comments, Paula. Just learn to play it.
3: It isn't really like you, Lewis.
2: How do you know what I'm like, young lady?
3: Well, I only know what Father said. He said you had real greatness in you. But you'd never be great until you cried. Till you fell in love.
2: Oh, and will you make me fall in love so I can cry? Mm.
3: I wouldn't ever make you cry. Oh, Louis, I've got your room in order. You can go up when you wish. No,
2: not now, Kate. First, we try this little song I have written. Uh, Kate, uh, you take the cello. Paula, the violin. Tessa, Tessa, where is your viola?
3: The strings are broken. We didn't have enough money to buy any more. Ah. I could sing it though. Mm. You'll win it. <laughs> I can try.
2: Very well then. <laughs> now together. When thou are dead, the birds will stop their singing. When thou are cold, no sun will ever rise. No more, no more the joyful days of spring shall blaze these eyes.
3: Really, Lewis, it's very nice. But what sort of mood must you have been in?
2: Ah, you see, they say, I have many moods. Come on now, Sing.
3: Say not so, another love will cheer thee, the sun will rise as bright tomorrow morn. The birds will sing, though I no longer near thee. Oh no, I can't, I can't. (laughs)
2: What happened to her?
4: Oh, Tess's emotion. Oh, no, she shouldn't run like that. Her heart.
2: Where is she likely to go?
4: To
3: the top of the hill. If you want me to, I'll no, go... No,
2: no, no, Paula, you stay here. I'll go myself. Ah, sit down, young lady. I want to talk to you.
3: Oh, Lewis, really, I, I'm not in the mood to sit down. Sit down? Ah, oh.
2: that's better. Now then, first about you running away from me
3: i wasn't running away from you i couldn't ever run away from you Louis.
2: <laughs> ah you a shameless little baggage you know if you were my girl i would put you in a convent <laughs> or a school
3: <laughs> i've seen girls in schools they have faces like plum puddings oh,
2: No, tessa <laughs> you're going up i'm thinking for your good
3: well what would happen if i went to school
2: oh, you would come out a perfect lady
3: and shall you like me when I'm a perfect lady?
2: Naturally. i have to adore you. Oh,
3: well, then I may go to school. I'm beginning to see points in it. Mm. <laughs> oh, but if I do, will you promise me something?
2: Yes, of course.
3: Promise you won't go adoring any unnecessary people while I'm away? Hmm? I mean, don't. Oh, please, don't. Don't what? Get married or, or be put in prison or, or <laughs> die or anything. <laughs> well, indeed. try not to. Say, so cross my heart and hope to die.
2: Cross my heart and hope to die.
3: <laughs> oh, I feel better now. <laughs> senor Don, Senor in We're here, Roberta. Stop screaming. What is it? Signorina,
4: just now, I go to his room. He does not speak. He does not move. Roberta,
2: what are you saying? The maestro, signor. The maestro is gone. Sanger was dead. In a single tiny moment like that, Sanger was dead and the world was poor. For the older girl, Kate, it was Elise... She went off to study music in Milan. It was the young ones I worried about, Tessa and Pola. When they were very small, their mother had died. And now I thought to myself, the mother's family was rich. I'll write to them. And English blood, I found, runs very thick. Soon they were there. The mother's brother, Charles...
1: Uh, Roberto, Roberto, bring me the rest of
2: those bills. And his daughter, Florence...
4: There's so much I want to do for the children. They're darlings, all of them.
2: She was very lovely, Florence. And she was good, too, as she understood it to be good. Oh, I, I, I do not try to excuse myself now. I only know we were more and more together. And then one morning, we'd been in swimming. She was fixing her hair, and I was standing there, watching.
4: What's the matter? You have such a funny look on your face. Funny? You're a very strange man.
2: The strange man is wondering.
4: You look like a man who has wondered a lot.
2: <laughs> wandered and wandered, A little hopelessly, I'm afraid.
4: Tell me, are all musicians the same? Strange, a little off the earth?
2: No, I think I've come down to earth suddenly.
4: And do you like it? Do I like you? I didn't mean that, I meant... Being down on the earth, out of your clouds. Oh, I
2: do. I do like it very much. But I would like to take you back to my clouds with me.
4: <laughs> you must have had great success with such an approach.
2: <laughs> no, I've had no success, whatever. Ever.
4: Oh, poor Mr. Dodd. I don't believe you, of course. What woman could resist a trip to the clouds with someone as... As... Hmm? I'm stumped.
2: Oh, you mean someone who wanted to kiss you the moment you stepped up the train? To kiss? A beautiful lady gets off the train, and a poor musician wants to take her into his arms and kiss her.
4: And they lived happily ever after.
2: They could. I swear they could.
4: They will, I think. France? Why do you suppose I stayed up here this whole week?
2: Well, I don't know why. Tell me. I want to hear.
4: I hope to find my way up to your clouds. <laughs> and I'm not the cloudy type.
2: Hmm. You're surreal, so, so definite.
4: Is that what you like?
2: That's what I love.
3: Louis. Louis, I... Oh, excuse me, I...
2: Tessa, you scuttle about like a rabbit.
3: I'm sorry, I didn't... We have news for you, Tessa.
4: Louis and I are going to be married. Married? You? Louis? <laughs> <Lewis? laughs> Do I sense competition here? Oh, no, but...
3: Oh, you hardly know each other, you...
4: <gasps> Tessa!
3: Louis catch her! <gasps> What is it? What's
2: happened to her? Oh, she gets dispelled sometimes when she runs. I'll carry her back. She'll be all right. She seemed all right. In an hour, she was up and about again. I was blind, I tell you. I never knew. So, the following week, we were all in England. The girls away at boarding school, and Florence and I quietly married. ...and living in the old family house. I don't know, maybe it was that house that did it. That stuffy, formal, upper-class house. The dull, stuff shirted people who came there. Within a few months, I felt trapped and caged. Florence and I began to quarrel. Oh, nothing important, nothing big. Until the day that letter came.
4: Louis, who is it from?
2: Eh? Oh, from Paula.
4: Again?
2: Listen. When Florence wrote to say that we must stay here, it broke our hearts. It is probable that we shall hang ourselves. (sighs) But Tessa says that it is a coward's game. Hanging, I mean.
4: They're thoroughly spoiled. I'm losing my patience with them.
2: Why? They're the ones who should be losing patience. That wretched school.
4: I was there myself. How can you say that wretched school?
2: Because the girls say it. Both of them. They're not liars. I'm worried about Tessa.
4: If you mean her heart, the doctor assures me it isn't serious. It's... Something she'll outgrow. Well,
2: still, couldn't we drive down there and look things over? This afternoon, now.
4: <laughs> Darling, I'm afraid you've completely forgotten. I'm having a party tonight.
2: Oh, well, I could go. You don't need me here.
4: Oh, but, Lewis, I promised our guests you'd play.
2: What? Without asking me? You promised I'd play?
4: Well, after all, you never have, and they...
2: I would like you to get it into your head. I'm not a pianist. And I would not be put on exhibition.
4: But they all know you're working on a new symphony. This once, I've promised myself. I will that not you... be
2: told what I must or must not do. I'm not a child.
4: You're behaving like one. Oh, Louis, it's only that I'm proud of you. I want my friends. Scusate me, signora, this telegram. Roberto, you should bring this on a salver. Ah,
2: si, signora. Remember that, Roberto. Ah, si, signor.
4: Louis. What's the matter? This telegram is from the school. It says, "Sanger sisters have disappeared. Cannot find them. Are they with you?" Uh, si. Signor. Si?
2: Uh, look for ours. Not a sign of them. I turned it over to the police. Oh, no, not the police, Signor. Here, in bedroom. Look.
3: Eh? Hello, Louis. But... Louis, darling. Surprise.
2: Hola. I thought you were lost. <laughs> Tessa, well, what is it? No kiss from you?
3: Oh, of course.
2: Oh, Tessa, darling. It's been so long.
3: Longer than the longest book. Louis, the guests
4: are.
2: Oh, Florence. Look, the children are here.
3: So I see. Oh, please don't be angry, Florence. We couldn't stand that school another moment. And you won't have to take us both in, really. I'm going to live with Kate. Kate asked me because I'm the youngest. Well, I'm afraid we'll have to discuss this
4: later. I have guests downstairs. Oh, that's
2: right. Uh, You kids run along somewhere. I'll have to dress if they expect me to play. You're going to play? Of course I am, darling. I'll play for you, sweet Florence, as I've never played before. (laughs)
3: Good morning, Lewis. Good morning. Paula's left. She's gone to the train. I'm the last of the brood.
2: And the pick of the bunch. Uh. You heard me play last
3: night? It was a lovely party, wasn't it?
2: I did not ask you about the party. Well?
3: Well, at the start it sounded a little like... Like... This? This? That piece you wrote for us. But then quite suddenly it changed. Like this. Oh,
4: Miss Carly. oh, don't stop. It's so exciting. Is it? You took them by storm last night. They were they were thrilled. Ah, well,
2: they were amateurs. Ask Tessa what she thinks. Why? She is a musician.
4: Oh.
3: And what is your opinion, Tessa? Well, it it's very loud and. And very defiant. But it wasn't Lewis. Sanger always said that Lewis had something real. But he's hidden it away behind a lot of... A lot of... lot of what? Mathematics. I think you're afraid of sentiment <laughs> Really, Louis, I wonder you have the patience Of
2: course I have patience She's a singer, if she says it's wrong
3: You wouldn't
4: change it now Why not? Your concert is only four weeks off
2: You think I would let them play it, knowing I'd missed?
4: But
3: you haven't missed you worked so steadily, so seriously Perhaps too steadily and too seriously Yes,
4: you may be right Tessa, will you speak when you're spoken to? Will you please not lose your oh, temper?
3: I'm sorry, I...
2: Uh, all right, I don't know, Florence I'm all mixed up I want to think
4: I'm sorry We'll leave you alone Come along, Tessa.
2: No, no, I think that Tessa had better stay. Stay? Well, it might help me if she talked about it.
3: I'll certainly stay if you want me to. Florence, would that be all right? Certainly.
1: Esther has presented Act One of The Constant Nymph, starring Geraldine Fitzgerald, Charles Boyer, and Maureen O'Sullivan. In just a moment, we will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. But here is a scene between the acts. A lady is sitting at her mirror, wishing. Wishing she were so glamorous that compliments would drop from every tongue. Well, from one tongue anyway. Let us see what our hostess, Lady Esther, would say to her.
5: Simply this. So many women waste time wishing for loveliness. Forgive my saying it, but that's utter nonsense. Practically every woman listening to me can have a prettier, finer, clearer skin, easily. And what's more, she can actually see the change take place, right in her mirror. Now, I'd like you to prove that, and I've found a way you can. I call it my 30-second Lady Esther patch test, and it's simply this. Just rub a little Lady Esther four-purpose face cream on one small patch of skin, any part of your face. Perhaps you have a troublesome area, rough or oily or a little coarse. Then make that the place for the patch test to make it really severe. Now rub Lady Esther face cream on that one patch of skin. Wipe it off and then look in your mirror. What will you see? Why that one patch of skin thrillingly contrasted against all the rest of your face. So much fresher, more delicate than all the skin around it. So much smoother and softer, you'll want to keep touching it, feeling it. Now, if just one application can make such a thrilling difference, think what day after day use of Lady Esther four-purpose face cream will mean. The fact is, your skin needs four helps for beauty, four helps that Lady Esther face cream alone provides. One, Lady Esther face cream cleans the skin radiantly. Two, it softens it, absorbs and removes dry flakes. Three, it helps nature refine the pores. And four... It leaves a wonderful smooth surface for powder to cling to without any other cream. I hope you'll make the 30 second Lady Esther patch test, not just mean to. You'll say goodbye to costly, complicated beauty routines, and you'll say hello to loveliness and compliments. <laughs>
2: weeks for me as I worked against time but happy weeks as I forgot everything but my music and the girl who was always at my side Florence, Florence going more nervous and irritable each day now I know she had already guessed what I was too blind to see but I never knew until that last day, the day of the concert
3: Oh, just wait till they hear it, Florence It's so different now, it's so much better It's really got Louis' heart in it now and you are so familiar with Louis's heart? Well, I. I appreciate it. I mean. Well,
2: I... What is it, Florence?
4: Louis, I. I. Excuse me. I'm going up to dress.
2: It's getting late, Tessa. You should go up to change.
3: Yes. Louis, what do you think is the matter with Florence?
2: Oh, I don't know. She's quite unaccountable.
3: But what do you think?
2: Well, today I told her I was going away somewhere, alone, right after the concert.
3: Oh, I see. Well, that could easily be it. Oh, I'm sorry for Florence, you know. We shouldn't be talking about these private things, really, should we? I suddenly feel ashamed.
2: Hmm. I've felt ashamed for so long. Oh,
3: don't tell me about it. I don't want to hear.
2: Then you know what I mean.
3: No, no, I don't. I won't know. I won't know.
2: Are you disturbed about
3: me? Oh, of course, of course I am.
2: Tessa. I think I've always known it. And yet, why didn't I know Oh,
3: Lewis, whatever you think you know, you must forget it. Forget it now.
2: I love you, Tessa. I know I always have.
3: Once, a long time ago, when I kept a diary, I wrote something down. What? I said, one day Lewis will look at me and then everything will be all right. Tessa, my darling. I promised myself to you such a long time ago.
2: We'll go away. We'll go away together. No.
3: No, there's Florence. She's my cousin. I've been living in her house. She's been kind and good. A person must do what they think is right, mustn't they?
2: You haven't told me that you do still love
3: me. Oh, I can't tell you now. I can't. So we just mustn't. We won't ever speak of it again. Please. Go on, Louis up and dress. Go on. Please go. Please. Please.
4: Oh, Louis.
2: I'm just tying my tie. I'll be right down.
4: Oh. I see you've packed. Louis, take me with you.
2: I think it's so much wiser. I'd
4: go anywhere in the world, you asked me. Be anything, do anything.
2: Florence, I cannot let you say things like that. You mustn't put yourself in a position. I don't care. I
4: mean it. I'm honest. I love you, Louis. Give me another chance. I'm begging you. Oh, don't look away. Please, look at me. Oh,
2: this is humiliating. For you? No, for you. You're attractive and young and so good. You deserve so much more than I can ever be to you.
4: Are you giving me up? Please. You don't want me anymore. You prefer that. Oh,
2: please, please, Florence.
4: How long have you loved her?
2: Always, I think.
4: Then why did you marry me?
2: I don't know. Uh, I saw no one but you, then. Florence, if you could understand...
4: I do understand. I understand too well.
2: Don't you dare suggest...
4: I do dare. I tell
2: you she would have nothing to do with me, ever, because of you. I
4: don't believe it. How could you, Louis? And in this house... Now,
2: stop it. Listen to me. A child like
4: oh. that. <laughs> a child? Don't call her a child. That only makes it more contemptible. You will hear me out. No, I put the thought away again and again because it was horrible. Because I felt that whatever she was, you at least were decent. And now... And now... now. I can't France, hide it anymore. wait. I
2: can't. Wait.
4: Signor Dodd.
2: Yes, Roberto? You come, please. I think Signorina Tessa, she's not well. <laughs> what happened to, sir oh,
3: i had a few flutters i was on the stairs and i called out to roberta he helped me up to my room thought i'd lie down for a little while
2: oh this excitement well i'll send for the doctor
3: oh no no i don't need one i know all about my flutters they go as quickly as they come
2: hmm. you really feel all right now
3: oh yes i wouldn't lie to you
2: then you can come along with me i'm ready to leave
3: i wonder if i should I mean, these spells come on so suddenly sometimes. I'd hate to go fluttery in the middle of a performance. (laughs) We have little Tessa slithering down onto the floor and kind old gentlemen breaking their backs trying to pick her up. (laughs) And tomorrow the critics would say you'd stunned your audience. At least one of them.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe it's better if you stay. You can hear it on the radio.
3: Yes. And now you must run along. It's getting late.
2: No, our piece is not played until last.
3: Our piece... Oh, sweet, generous Louis! There's no one like you in the world. I've always known that. But you haven't. You haven't known yourself at all.
2: No, until today, I think.
3: I've been so fortunate. I've always been sure. As long as I can remember. Tell me. Didn't you ever suspect and then brush me away as a child? Didn't you? <laughs>
2: no, truthfully no. Although when I thought you were lost the other day, uh, I ached. Oh. No, it was just today, downstairs, when I looked at you. Everything I had ever longed for, dreamed about, seemed to be there for me.
3: Oh, Louis, really?
2: Something brought this about. Something brought this thing to us. I cannot believe there isn't any answer. Tessa, darling. Oh,
3: we mustn't talk about it anymore. Go to your music now. I'll be thinking of you.
2: Mm, I don't want to leave you a bit.
3: And if I ask you to, nicely?
2: Hmm. Then I'll, I'll come straight back. Wait for me, Tessa.
3: Please, you must hurry now. I'll come back. I'll come
2: back. And I did go back, even before I had expected to. It was during the concert. Just as they started to play my piece, something told me I must go home. And so I rose and left. I went outside and called a cab. Hurry, I told the driver. You've got to hurry. I didn't know why. I only knew that I must hurry home. I rushed up the steps, flung the door open, and called Roberto. Roberto, where is she? Where is Miss Tessa? She's in the little room, signor. She listens to the symphony.
4: Louis. Louis, wait.
2: Oh, Florence, you followed me? I had to.
4: I knew that you'd be coming here.
2: Oh, but I told you... Wait,
4: please... Just this one oh, word. France. Oh, I've got to tell you. Sitting there beside you tonight, watching your face. I knew what I had to do. Oh, I know how you both feel, because I'm in love myself.
2: Florence, my dear. I'll
4: not stand in your way. I'll help, really, I will. I couldn't go on another hour with you hating me.
2: How could I possibly hate
4: how you? How could you not? I've said unkind things, wicked things. I was jealous. I couldn't help it. Can you understand that? Can you?
2: Yes, I can. Of course I do understand. Florence, don't, please.
4: I wanted you to know before you went to her. You'll be free, Louis. You'll be free because I love you too.
2: Bless you, Florence.
4: I... I'd like to tell her myself. May I, Louis?
2: Roberta said she was in the den.
4: Tessa... Tessa, are you there? Tessa? Tessa, I came back to. Tessa! Oh. Louis! Louis!
2: What is it? Where is Tessa?
4: There. Over there. On the couch.
2: On... Tessa? Tessa! Tessa, I've come back! Tessa, you can't leave me now! You can't, you can't! Tessa! Tessa!
1: Thank you, Mr. Boyer, Miss Fitzgerald and Miss O'Sullivan. ...are appearing with the Lady Esther Screen Guild Players tonight in The Constant Nymph.
3: Thank you, Mr. Bradley. We're happy to contribute our services, knowing that the benefits from this program... ...go to support the country house and clinic of the Motion Picture Relief Fund. We all know how important the activities of the fund are to our industry. Mr. Boy, will be back in just a moment. But first, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady
5: Esther. Thank you, Miss O'Sullivan. Ladies, let me take this moment to urge you to do yourself a favor... ...to make my 30-second patch test. No woman really cares what Lady Esther face cream has done for others... ...no matter how many others. What it will do for her, that's what counts. And that's what you see with your own eyes... ...when you make the Lady Esther patch test. You see that one little patch of skin... ...where you've applied Lady Esther for purpose face cream... ...thrillingly different from all the skin around it... ...fairly gleaming with inviting new freshness. You touch it and find all the rough flakes gone. It feels like velvet... And you know that what Lady Esther Face Cream has done for that one little patch of skin in just one application, it will naturally do for your whole face. So may I say, if you're a girl who likes compliments, and all those who don't raise your right hands, don't wait to try Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream. It's one cream that does not one thing, but all four things your skin needs most to be its loveliest. And one more hint. Over the smooth, new freshness Lady Esther face cream brings your skin, spread a mist of flattering Lady Esther face powder, and who knows what lovely thing may happen then.
2: And now, here again is Charles Boyer. The most vital months of the war are ahead of us, and the most vital work of the Red Cross. To carry on its great work of saving lives, building morale, supplying recreation getting food, medicines, and messages to prisoners, the Red Cross must raise a minimum of $200 million for its 1944 war fund. You are asked to contribute as generously as you can to help the Red Cross carry on its important activities during the next 12 months. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will bring you a special surprise
1: package, a sparkling comedy that will star director Michael Curtiz... Jean Hersholt, Basil Rathbone, Barbara Stanwyck, and Jack Benny. Be sure to listen. Charles Boyer can currently be seen in the Universal picture, Flesh and Fantasy. Geraldine Fitzgerald may now be seen in the Universal film, Ladies Courageous. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. To try Lady Esther for-purpose face cream, just get the smallest size jar. Later, you can get the economical large jar and keep refilling the small one for convenience. This is Truman Radley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night, everyone.
0: This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. We certainly hope that you've enjoyed this radio presentation of The Constant Nymph and want to remind you that this long-unseen Warner Brothers. classic is now available for purchase on DVD and electronic download by coming to our website. While visiting our warnerarchive.com website, you can look for other films starring The Constant Nymph's leading man, Charles Boyer, most notably the wonderful melodrama Gaslight, which co-stars Ingrid Bergman, Joseph Cotton, and Angela Lansbury. Remember that Gaslight and The Constant Nymph are among the almost a 1,000 titles available for purchase on DVD and electronic download at our warnerarchive.com website. Please also visit our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash warnerarchive, where we love to hear what you, the fans, would like to see us do. Meanwhile, thank you for listening and have a great day.